0: Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano.
1: Well, good afternoon, and welcome to Healthy Choices as we're broadcasting live from Austin, Texas on this hot Memorial Day weekend. We continue... You know, to look at the summer, excuse me, excuse this is spring. We're looking to break 100 degrees today, and it's probably going to be 100 all weekend long. So all of us pray for us to make sure we survive this weekend here in Austin. And this is the only show live on XM as we... We're here dedicated to be able to give you choices in your health care. So we were here to take your callers, your, your phone numbers today, to be able to help any questions or answer any questions about your health care. 877-956-9566. I'm your host, Ray Solano. We welcome all of our new listeners today. If you just tuned in for the first time, our show focuses on the choices you have in health care and how to make educated choices for your daily routine that you think it may just change your life. Phone number again is 877 956 9566. It's always good to call us at the beginning of the hour. We have lots of phone call uh, time to be able to talk with many times some, some maybe some difficult health questions. If you'd like to, if you would like to text us, or you can text us always at 512 219 0724. If you listen to this on a podcast, you can always call that number for more information. And check out our website. HealthyChoicesXM.com for follow-up information on anything that's featured during our show and ex- special, exclusive formulations that we have. That we're going to be talking about our allergy kit that we have put together for our listeners, and also our very popular male vitality kits as well. So we're going to we're going to cover those today as well. We'd like to thank our sponsors of our radio show. Prescription Dispensing Lab, better known as PD Labs, for their support of integrative medicine and discovering the root cause of many chronic conditions. Check out our website, pdlabsrx.com, for more information on the patented prescription formulas to treat symptoms of mold, Lyme, and other conditions such as Peronis disease and traumatic brain injuries. That's pdlabsrx.com. Today's show is going to begin with a special follow-up interview with Dr. Phyllis Books. Dr. Books was a guest of our show last month, explaining her work on dyslexia and her new documentary on the treatments that she's developing for helping to reverse dyslexia. Dr. Books is an author, educator, doctor, and practices in Austin, Texas, and trains physicians worldwide. Before we connect with Dr. Books, we want to take a few minutes to talk about allergies and why this topic is relevant as we talk about dyslexia and other types of, of, of brain therapy. Because it, the important thing that we want people to understand that allergies is an infl- inflammation of the brain. Chronic allergies can cause a form of brain damage. Yes, I said is a form of brain damage and chronic inflammation. This is this. It's almost like Pac-Man going on in the brain and destroying neurons. And this is the reason why we find it's really important for adults and also developing children to get to the root cause of why allergies are the, the individual is suffering from them. Over 50 million Americans have experienced various types of allergy each year, and it's the sixth leading cause of illness in the United States. So you can understand why we have so many allergy commercials on every year. And unfortunately, 8.2% of the adults and that same number, 8% of children were diagnosed with hay fever. So we think this is normal. We think this is just a rite of passage. Everybody has hay fever. Everybody has allergies. We think that's the wrong decision. We have to get to the the root cause of that. That's what our show is going to be about today. The cost of allergies, you're not going to believe this. The cost, annual cost of allergies exceeds over $18 billion. The food allergies cost, cost is over $25 billion each year. And this is where, you know, the most common ones are trees, grass, weed pollen, mold, dust mites, cats, dogs, you name it. Uh, we see a- immunotherapy as a very popular choice t- today to have the body's immune system be able to tolerate these allergens so that's that's important allergic rhinitis affects over 6 million children a year and this is some, this has a direct in correlation to learning and i think there's also a connection to maybe some other learning disabilities. And we're going to talk to Dr. Books about that. And we have many types of skin allergies on and on and on. And so we we want people to understand why it is not normal for people to have allergies. There's many risk factors that are are contributing. Uh, Cesarean births is a increases the risk factors. Antibiotic usage as a child especially for earaches and other symptoms is also a risk factor exposures to environmental pollutants as a child set you up for allergies for uh, for almost your entire life and also the foods that you got in the first the first few years of your life set you up for allergies so it's really important that we understand what are some of these risk factors and how we can prevent some of these severe anaphylactic reactions especially for what we have as peanut allergies and many other very serious nut allergies and it has to do we think is to the the microbiome or the good bacteria in our stomachs and we're going to uh, that we're going to go through that in today's show but before right now I'd like to bring Dr. Books and welcome her to Healthy Choices you're listening to Healthy Choices XM our phone number is 98779569566. Dr. Books, welcome to Healthy Choices.
0: Well, thank you very much for inviting me on Ray. Pleasure to be well, here.
1: Well, we thank you for taking the time out on this memorial weekend and I know that you're a, you're serious about education and you're serious about helping children, so we appreciate your your time to be able to Give us, a, a, you know, a little bit of an update on some of the work that you're you're doing because last time, as people, people are just tuning in, you know, dyslexia is is the most common and carefully studied learning disabilities in school aged children. is characterized by a just a, a marked impairment, a development of reading skills, and affects a large number of people, almost five to ten percent. So, and it's, this is an area of that you spend a lot of your time and a lot of your work. And maybe you can give our listeners a little bit of an update and also what's new with your, your documentary.
0: I would be happy to do that. So, I, But one of the first things I'll say is it's more than 5 or 10% of the population, rate, It's 20% of That's people, scary. not just in this country but worldwide, have some form of dyslexia. And um, dyslexia we think of as reading, but it's much more than that. It has to do with confusing right and left, and not understanding multiple instructions, and sometimes poor handwriting, and sometimes not understanding math facts. And really, it's uh, and it's, and it's uh, complex, and it varies from day to day on just how severe it is, which makes it really hard to diagnose and to get the right kind of help. So it's sort of my mission in life to give people hope and to give them information so that they can make new decisions about how they want to deal with dyslexia in their in their own family and the truth is if if it's one out of five people if you look on either side of you there are two people on either side of you you probably know somebody who's dyslexic whether they admit it or not so um so we created this documentary we have a, a student who took this on as her senior project and She was. uh, She got very intrigued with the whole subject matter, and it turns out that her father and her brother were dyslexic, which nobody ever talked about. And it's
1: a. And that's usually the case, right? It's very, very quiet. Nobody wants to talk about it.
0: Nobody talks about the things that they're not too proud of. And 20 or even 50 years ago, nobody had a clue what this was or what to do about it. So people just stayed silent. And many times there is a lot of shame involved. But honestly, there's no shame necessary. It's a neurological issue. And it's like having your timing belt off or your spark plugs not right. It's just a matter of cleaning up the timing and synchronization in your brain. And we'll talk about the relationship with allergies or the gut biome so that your brain and your body can be reset and then it's really possible that the dyslexia can be thunk, become a thing of the past. So that's sort of my mission is to let people know that there's hope and help available. And so in this well, documentary, we detailed uh, three people, and we watched them before, during, and after this non-invasive neurologic um, uh, way of, of handling dyslexia and with just fabulous outcomes. Just fabulous, and so to me, it's heartwarming and gut wrenching all at the same time. The whole world
1: of dyslexia—it's it, being the. I guess the first thing is bringing awareness that there's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And,
0: and, then,
1: mm-hmm. and then to peel back the onion as to some of the the causes of it and all of the contributing factors. And you also mentioned, you know, allergies. You know, this is something that's we've are passionate for us as well. We've developed a a very Unique formula and of natural ingredients that's non drowsy that stops the mast mm-hmm. cells from actually exp- expressing and releasing histamine, but there's it seems it's it's more than that uh, that and it, it also can play a contributing factor to make dyslexia worse. Is that what oh, I understand?
0: Oh, when I'm working with children or adults with dyslexia. Allergies is one of the main things I I look at, and we do these non-invasive allergy ways of of handling just uh, the allergies as well because it's a huge factor in how well you can concentrate. If your brain is inflamed, as you mentioned earlier in the show, or you have a foggy brain, it's pretty hard to think straight. And it's pretty, pretty hard to stay focused and stay attentive in class or in a business meeting when the inflammation is running amuck inside your brain or inside your gut. So we really want to calm down all of those, those histamine responses and those allergic reactions so that we find out who, what people really are capable of because the allergy really interferes with your expressing who you are. And that's just not okay.
1: You know, that, that's, it's scary. Uh, you know, we see how many antihistamine commercials, Flonase, which used to be a prescription. Yeah. Now it's, now it's, uh, it's an over-the-counter steroid mm-hmm. to suppress mm-hmm. your body's immune system. We see this everywhere. And, uh, you know, if you just do a Google search and allergy, uh, incidents and allergies, you will get 15 commercials on all of the, uh, the choices the, to treat the symptoms and right. It's very difficult to come up with prevention but the the scary part about it is is the it's okay for children because you work so much with children and it's okay for children to have allergies and just give them an a child strength benadryl and this is unfortunately it does affect their brain especially their learning ability if they're suffering yeah. from allergies right
0: absolutely. Absolutely, there are some days they might just as well not go to school. If there are, if there's ragweed in the air or cedar fever season, and that's a problem for them, their brain isn't going to work very well.
1: And they, they could, if they have dyslexia, it'll make it worse. But many totally. times we'll, we'll, we'll have dyslexic, dyslexic symptoms just from an, just from brain inflammation, right? Well,
0: and ADHD symptoms as well many is the time I've had an ADHD child come in and when we actually work on the allergies the ADHD symptoms disappear it, it, it
1: sounds almost too simple that you know focusing too, well, a,
0: <laughs> and yeah I have an educational therapist who refers people to me and she said until you take care of the allergies you don't know what part of the behavior or the other issues, the sensory issues or whatever going on, are really coming from allergies. So you've got to address the allergies first.
1: You're Thank listening you. to Health, Healthy Choices XM. I'm your host, Ray Solanos. We have Dr. Phyllis Books talking to us on her passion, Dyslexia, Food Allergy, or Allergies for Children we're here to answer any of your calls, 877-956-9566. You can always text us at 512-219-0724. Doctor, I'm sorry I cut you off before I made the announcement. You know, one of the things that we mentioned is a little bit on the gut microbiome. And this is, you know, your good bacteria in your GI Mm -hmm. tract. And this, you know, this is an article that was, was published in Science that stated that they found in the guts of people that if they have food allergies, there is an imbalance there, that they've increased, uh, if they don't have the correct good bacteria ratio in their GI tract, then they're more prone to allergies. Food allergies have Mm -hmm. increased over 50% in children since 1997. And many, we have it, and we've had such a tremendous increase in peanut allergies and some of the work that dr nagler did talked about I- introducing clostridia a common class of bacteria that naturally occurs in in uh in the human gi tract in combination with good bacteria called bacteroides and they were able to reverse peanut allergies so the, i think we're on to something that just like you said if we start in the gut for the allergy symptoms, this is probably where everything is originating, isn't it?
0: I think the gut, you know, that's our primitive brain. And so, you know, we have our brain in our head, but we have another brain in our gut. And they certainly influence each other. So, yes, I think we have to start with that whole um, flora and the fauna or the flora that's in the gut because it determines how well signals get through to the brain.
1: That's, it's where it starts for and unfortunately mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. we you, there's there's also a statistic out that the world faces a staggering obesity crisis oh. almost a quor, yeah. a quarter of the people across the globe will be wow. severely overweight in less than thirty years the study finds this was in over one in eight people will be having type 2 diabetes this was this was published in many journals this last week. And you know what? I have, I have a feeling, what if this is all an infection? What if this is all a microbiome imbalance? This is, it's got to be, they're noticed that many of animal studies that when they disturb the, the microbiome and have very low amounts of bacteroides, people become obese, so it seems like this chain reaction is 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 going right on top of one another, and unfortunately, pharmaceuticals don't fix the obesity, nor do they fix the dyslexia and lend these disabilities for for allergies do they
0: nope not at all, not at all
1: now your book is called Reversing Dyslexia yeah. Um, and you you teach physicians around the country. Maybe give us a little bit of thumbnail on the book to, uh, reversing okay. dyslexia because
0: so the book it, was really written as a primer, like a basic information guide for parents and um, physicians to know that there's a new way of looking at dyslexia. That there's if we look at all, some of the new alternative therapies, there's a lot of hope available. So it sort of guides through through people through that. And when people read it, then they end up calling in and saying, can you help me? So I do a private practice where people fly in. I have people that fly in from literally around the world and spend a week with me, and I work with them intensely, and by the end of that week, their symptoms are pretty much gone, and I work on allergies all of that time as well. And then I've started teaching now in the last couple of years, so I'm teaching, and the last class had people from Germany and Holland and Canada because this problem exists everywhere. And even the guy in Germany said, you know, we just don't have help that's the, for the kids who, are, who need it. So what I'm, my classes, to me, are a lot of fun because professionals and um, teachers and so on can learn how to do this work and really help, not like reverse diabetes, but reverse dyslexia so that children and adults can have really happy, healthy lives.
1: How, how When you said that uh, for, you know, help me, some of our listeners, I got a text here. How long does the treatments usually last? Is this something that's, uh, oh. uh, uh, is, it, is it lifelong? Is it, uh, you know, they're trying that's, to get an order of magnitude. How difficult is the treatments?
0: The, diff, the treatment takes about 20 sessions or it's about 10 hours of actual, hand, it's one-on-one, hands-on work. And the wonderful thing is, is once it's done, it's lifetime. It lasts. And um, which is incredible for people because they've been told they have to live with it. And I'm saying, no, that's not really, that's not really true anymore. We know enough about the brain. We know enough how to do those changes that we can really come in and kind of rewire the brain and clean up the biome and clean up the gut. And um, things can shift. So when I do 10 week programs where people come in once a week for, or twice a week for 10 weeks. And, and as I said, people fly in from all over and then I do those 20 sessions in five or 10 days. So it doesn't take long and it lasts a long, long time.
1: And also this, you know, for people that have, may think that they have it, mm-hmm. it is a hereditary condition. And it's highly hereditary from, from uh, in, in, within the family. So I guess it's, it's important to ask the questions. And maybe you can give us, some of our listeners, maybe just a, a couple of the key things, questions you should ask to see if this is a condition that you have or your family members have.
0: Right. Well, for, in the reading realm, you say, do you have to read things two or three times in order to remember what you read? Or do you find you get sleepy? Do you read for pleasure? Because mm-hmm. the people who, for whom reading is an issue read only what they absolutely have to and nothing more because it's not pleasurable for them. So that's one clue. And people say, oh, I can read. But then you go, do you read for pleasure? Do you read when you don't have to be doing anything? What do you choose to do? And if reading is up there, that might not be such an issue. Um, but, or it might be, because you can still read fine and still have dyslexia. One of the really things is confusing right and left. people mm-hmm. that it talks of, it deals with a whole problem in the vestibular system, in the balance system of the body, and so on. But one of the places it shows up is not knowing right from left, and uh, there are lots of grown ups who have that problem as well as kids, so that's a clue that there are some other. Neurological imbalances going on, so those are a couple of simple ones.
1: So, so reading for pleasure—that's you mm-hmm. know—that's interesting. Some people, I know a lot of people that said you know they don't read for pleasure, they don't have time for it, they make excuses mm-hmm. for it. But that's, but that's that's a that's a good one. And then you know confusing left and right, we sometimes think that's just normal. Uh, they st- stressed out, but you know there's there you there's there. And then there's others as well that's kind of especially you see in children, right? Right. You look at, the,
0: well, most teachers will tell you if they watch a child in preschool at three and four years old and they're a little bit uncoordinated or a little klutzy or that's, that's an indication if there are motor skills that are a little behind the curve, those children are much more likely to be behind the curve when it comes to reading and doing some learning some of the other cognitive skills we associate with school. So physical prowess or rhyming, like under learning words and being able to rhyme—that's it. Elicits certain parts of the brain that some some kids have a hard time with it. Some a lot of kids think it's really fun, but some kids just don't get it.
1: Is uh, also, uh, I think one of the, one of the things that we, we we see sometimes in children is writing skills. Can you can you look at the the writing and See if that's a link from dyslexia as oh, well
0: sure just hand sometimes it's they ha they know what they want to say, they have it in their mind, but when they actually try to putting it on paper, what shows up on the paper isn't anything close to what they were thinking, so there's a problem with expressing and getting the words out onto paper or sometimes even getting the words out verbally. you know you you're saying something, but it comes out all convoluted or upside down, and it doesn't make sense to you or to other people. So that there's a kind of a layer of confusion there. There's also something called dysgraphia, which is when the handwriting looks like chicken scratch. It's not Uh very easy to read and it deals with fine motor skills, but it also is very common that it goes right along with this neurological condition with this dyslexia. If you have dyslexia, Chances are you have dyslexia or ADHD or some of these neurosensory processing disorders. Right. If you have one thing, lots of times you have lots of things.
1: If you could just hold on, we're gonna after the break, we're gonna have, talk a little bit more with Doctor Phyllis Books about dyslexia. We'll be back in just a moment.
0: Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566.
1: Well, welcome back. Listening to Healthy Choices on the second half of our show. We're broadcasting here live from Austin, Texas. As we told you at the beginning of the hour, it's over 100 degrees today. And it looks like it's going to be like that all weekend. But still, we're the only live show on XM Family Talk 131 on the weekends. We're just a glutton for punishment. We're listening to Dr. Phyllis Books as she's talking about her work in reversing dyslexia and all of the, how the other causes are contributing causes for uh, pay, uh, children and adults that comes from allergies and also the Many times, sometimes obesity can be a contributing factor, but there's many, many different reasons, causes that can contribute to dyslexia. But also we we were talking about before the break as some of the routine, uh, I guess, uh, diagnosis or the symptoms that you see. If people, sometimes they do not read for pleasure, that they may have a hard time with the reading. So this is the reason why they may be, just suffering from dyslexia. We also, as children, if sometimes in uh, preschool or actually grade school, teachers see the children that are uncoordinated and have some difficulty with coordination, they may be having uh, symptoms of uh, dyslexia and also rhyming uh, is also uh, one of the symptoms or just uh, write, I guess, writing, handwriting is so poor that it may be a, a contributing factor. And uh, Phyllis, uh, one of our listeners, uh, we sent a a, a fax, he sent me a text in, or you can call us at 877-956-9566, or you could text us at 512-219-0724 if you have any questions for my uh, for Phyllis or myself. But one of the our listeners texted us and said that they're great about they have problems with directions. They have a, they have a, have a problem with uh, driving or, you know, this is an adult that's having a sense of direction. Is this a problem with dyslexia?
0: Absolutely. It's a bit, we call it directionally impaired. But, yes, lots of, lots of grown-ups just laugh and say, oh, yeah, it's just, I'm just not very good at that. But that actually has a neurological component to it because normally other people know what they're right from left. So it's um, that's definitely one of the signals or one of the clues about dyslexia.
1: Absolutely. I just thought it was my wife always telling me that it was uh, that I had that all males are directionally impaired. So I guess it's not it's it's not (laughs) it's not just just directionally impaired. Okay, good. So it's just not the husbands that are directionally impaired. It's just no. So that's that's good, Uh, uh, Sean. You you had a question about uh, dyslexia, especially from an adult. Maybe you can uh, give your question to uh, Dr. Books.
0: Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, uh, Dr. Yeah, My question is, as an adult, how do you know, what are the symptoms as far as the allergies? And is this something that can be treated for someone or should, uh, I mean, is there hope for me? Yeah. Well, that's a good question because that's really the bottom line. Is there hope for me? Can you help me?
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: and the answer is yes. The age really has nothing to do with it. We worked on a guy 69 years old, and uh, because when we were doing this documentary, the producer said, I want to talk with one of the oldest people you've worked with. Mm -hmm. So that was 14 years ago. I said, Well, I don't know if he's still alive because he was 69 at the time, (laughs) but he was 84, and we saw him, and, and he's doing great and just fabulous. And so, yes, it doesn't matter the age. And the allergies um, are just a part of it, and that there's. I like with Ray talks about things, and I have this whole other way of looking at it too. It's a little bit like acupuncture and, and chiropractic, where we tap on the spine and and um, do like it looks like massage points where the acupuncture points are, and it totally like reprograms the body so the allergy can disappear. So when people are told they have to live with allergies, true, it's like most of the time that's not true. They can actually um, be; uh, those can be, those can disappear just like dyslexia can. So you betcha, there's hope. Oh wow!
1: Well, thank you
0: so much, and I might have to text Ray and and be in touch and uh, see what what, what you could do for me because, like I said, I've struggled with it for many years, and I think that's something uh, that I need to look at. Thank you so much, Doctor.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome, Sean. But you know, uh, Doctor Books, maybe at this time you could give a. a The link to maybe to see the documentary, the just the the the, uh, trailer is that still available? You know,
0: I think so. I'm going to give you two different things. The documentary itself is called in the. If you want to look at the website for it, and the name of it is called in the dark doc, like doc. dot com, in the dark dark. dot com. And uh, every once in a while, there's there's another like some weird zombie movie or something comes up about in the dark dog. so if that were the case you can go to my website and I will personally direct you to the correct way of of viewing it so my website is my name Dr. Phyllis Books and that's D-R P-H-Y L-L-I-S books like books you read unless you're dyslexic B-O-O-K-S dot com so it's Dr. Phyllis books dot com and so you could also just Say please, you know, let me see the the uh, trailer to the documentary. The trailer is done. We have a fifteen or twenty minute version that's to be uh, done this week, I believe. And then we're, our goal is to make a longer version of it, uh, like a forty or 50, forty minute one, that'll be available this August. And if if there's anybody in the audience who would be like to contribute to our documentary, that would be so awesome. And one time when I was on with Ray before, we helped raise money for the Kickstarter and uh, it worked. So
1: that's right. Um, we, we were Ray, able to get to the first level uh, pretty quickly. And so uh, right. maybe we could do Ray it again, show. right?
0: Yeah, thanks to your You said that was just awesome. So we still need another $17,000. So um, we are happy. I'm happy to help you uh, figure out how and where to write that check if you would be so inclined <laughs> with any little amount or any large amount you know what's large to somebody is a cup of coffee to somebody else but we appreciate any and all help because our goal is really to help give people hope and know that there's help available for this really important subject
1: well if anybody is spends a few minutes and go to your website drphyllisbooks.com or in the com and sees the at least the trailer that you've put together it is a, such a moving uh, Peace and um, you, you, it's 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 tough to fight back the tears. So this is something that, when people have this type of disability and they have answers, it changes their lives. And it could be adults as as well as for for mm-hmm. for teens. And you know, there's no really reason to suffer uh, if you spe- if you can if you can relieve yourself of these uh, tremendous. Uh, disabilities it holds people back from in their lives, their relationships, just, everything. It, it affects,
0: correct? It affects relationships and the way they communicate with each other, and your just ability. And the sad thing is, is that people have real gifts to share, and they're like locked behind a treasure chest because they can't get to them because the dyslexia is interfering. And and you know the big message is you don't have to you don't have to live that way. The old the old thinking was that once a brain was formed it was formed and so under that old premise if you were dyslexic there was nothing you could do about it but we know a lot more now and we know that that's just not true so there is help available and suffering you know suffering is a choice and who would choose suffering when you can have joy
1: and also uh, one of our listeners asked a question is many times there was always this uh, th- they believe that they can treat dyslexia with medications and some stimulants. I have not seen that to be effective. Uh, Doctor Books, uh, your opinion?
0: Yeah, not so much. We see much more medication for ADHD, and that you know is quite controversial too because it sometimes stops in attention, but it, in attention, but has lots of side effects that are that are pretty costly but it doesn't actually help the dyslexia very much. In fact, there's not, there's not very much to do from a pharmaceutical standpoint for dyslexia. There's a lot that the pharmaceutical world would like you to use in terms with ADHD and uh, uh, a lot of other neurological issues. So uh, I haven't found any medication that really helps dyslexia.
1: Well, it, it sounds like there's there's a lot of contributing or a lot of things you could do to help reverse some dyslexia along with your therapy. And if I can just review for our listeners, it sounded like we talked about reversing some of the allergy symptoms. And yep. there's a number of, uh, of of products that are out there. I We like the seasonal immune boost kit that we've put together uh, from PD labs that has the natural ingredients, the natural combinations, and not only stop the immediate release of histamine, but also stops the, the mast cells from being, for the mast cells from actually releasing histamine. So it gets to the bottom of what's, what's starting this whole process. And then also the, my, the microbiome or the good bacteria in their in their the probiotic therapy to help reverse or put the re, repopulate the microbiome with all these are some of the things people could do at the same time before they get a chance to get to you to uh, to start this process would you agree Absolutely
0: I have a lot of people who live far away um or they're not able to come in and I'll say start with the diet start with the um Decreasing sugar, which is a whole subject that deals with inflammation as well, and work on the allergies and see if you can find somebody in your area who can help you with allergies. And that's a really, really great start. And you'd be surprised what changing the diet and eliminating sugar and sometimes wheat, how much that helps the inflammation in the brain as well. So, And people call and say, like, I'm already feeling better and I haven't even come to see you yet because that food and allergies are a big deal.
1: Is is amazing. It give people hope. Well, yeah. uh, Doctor uh, Books, we don't want to keep you too much on, on, uh, for this Memorial Weekend. If you could give your contact information for our, our listeners, <laughs> and we'll make sure that if anybody calls us at at our, our facility at our pharmacy or texts us, we'll have them get in touch with you.
0: That would be great. My the phone number for my Austin office is five one two three three one zero six six eight. That's 512 And my website, again, is my name, drphyllisbooks.com, D-R-P-H-Y-L-L-I-S, B as in boy, O O K S.com. And um, thank you very much. I, I hope I can be of help to anybody who calls in.
1: And thank you and, so and much the, for having
0: me.
1: You're welcome. And in the documentary, it's in the dark doc doc.com. Right. And if anybody has trouble finding that, they can always text us at 512-219-0724 and we'll make the connection for you. Yeah, excellent. Thank, thank excellent. you so much for spending this, you know, this is Memorial Day. This is what we're all about is caring and helping people that we love. That's what, that is what Memorial Day is about. So we appreciate you uh, spending your time today. And, Absolutely. Thank you so uh, we'll much. If happy can,
0: Memorial. Happy weekend to everyone.
1: That too. Thanks a lot, doctor. Okay. Bye-bye. You're, lis- you're listening to Dr. Phyllis Books uh, here on Healthy Choices XM. Our phone number is 877-956-9566. You can always text us at 512-219-0724. About any of your health conditions today, especially as we were we were talking about allergies. He, in Our pharmacist at Prescription dispensing labs have put together, PD labs have put together an amazing seasonal immune boost kit or an allergy kit that is a dietary supplement that is not a traditional antihistamine drug that makes you tired. It's a combination of three very important ingredients that if you, I promise you, if you take this every day for three days, your tolerance to exposures to allergies will be reduced and you'll stop the cycle, this domino effect. And I think we have to people to understand that suffering from allergies can cause some brain degeneration over long term. So it's important for adults and children to stop the cycle. HistaShield is the capsules that we have put together with 11 nutraceuticals and botanicals that stop the natural histamine from being released. Uh, the immune spray is immune sprayed is a proline-rich peptide that stops the overexpression of these mediators that you call them cytokines from mast cells that immediately trigger a response as soon as an allergenic substance is inhaled or exposed. And then also liquid vitamin D. Vitamin D3 also in a sense can be an anti-inflammatory and imp boost to the immune system so that it does not uh, have this reaction uh, to allergy symptoms. And we're seeing more and more uses for vitamin D3, especially for inflammatory bowel disease. So check this out on our website, healthychoicesxm.com. And we're offering free shipping this weekend if anybody would like to just call us at 512-219-0724 we'll have one of our staff get back to you or you could text us as well what a great show we've had today talking about uh, dyslexia but also all the things that are contributing to it so it's 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 not simple this is the reason why it's more than a 5 minute visit to a practitioner but somebody like dr phyllis books who has spent written books trained physicians give people hope so if anybody's having trouble with some of the things we talked about uh, just not they have a good don't enjoy reading just seem to have a difficult time doing some basic coordination of directions maybe something to to look at maybe also some children are suffering from it as well I know a lot of people are getting started for this Memorial Weekend. It has different uh, s- significance for, for many of us. It's, it's not really just a, just a day off, but we'll get into, we have a little special closing for all of our listeners today to, to mem- get people to remember what Memorial Day is, so we'll stay tuned. But before we get to that, I just wanted to touch on, you know, this is a, sometimes a lot of people indulge this weekend and there's a lot of different there's picnics and, and parties and pool parties and there's a lot of different varieties of foods how do we say that sean would you agree with that there's D- different varieties but one of the it, unfortunately this was an article that was published in time magazine from the world cancer research fund it's going to give some bad news for all of our lovers of bacon and and booze as it says it's recommending that uh, the cancer group is recommending ditching bacon and booze to stay cancer-free. Well, that that definitely puts a damper on many people's uh, picnic plans. But this, the World Cancer Research Fund, recommended significantly or co- totally cutting back on processed meats, including brains, salami, hot dogs, and sausages. There goes that uh, half the population are listening to the show right now, as they. As these products can be associated with an increased colon cancer. We see this every single holiday. But I want people to ask the question. Yes, we do realize that this is for processed foods. Unprocessed foods, they really could not see the evidence as strong. But we asked a question on our Twitter page. Maybe it's a difference between the quality of meats. Are you know, these soy-fed animals, So these corn-fed animals, is the protein source? Does that make a difference? If this is true, if we had all of the meat lovers or all the processed foods or was this, this is, why wasn't cancer a household word in the early 1800s? Wasn't it early 1900s? Why is this a modern day condition? I want people just to ask that simple question. What's changed in the last 100 years? And it's definitely we have a lot more chemicals. We have a lot more antibiotics. We have a lot more pesticides that are given to animals that we eat and also in the environment. Maybe that's a contributing factor as well. So this is something that people to think about, uh, but, all, but also the quality that you can never, ever go wrong asking the quality of your food, especially with an article that was just published this last week. Almost a quarter of the world's population will be obese in less than 30 years. New research suggests that 22% of the will be overweight by the year 2045. That's up by 14%. I have to believe this was a study by Dr. Alan Moses from the Denmark-based pharmaceutical company, Novo Nordisk. This has to be food-related and also quality of food in the microbiome, the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria in our GI tract. So I want people to understand this is a this is an important crisis that we have to look at because one in eight people are also expected to develop type 2 diabetes. Well, this is unfortunately not very good news, but if you pay attention to our show, we have been doing this for over 15 years. We give people solutions to make healthy choices so that they they don 't have to worry about this they don't have to be concerned that they're going to get diabetes. The quality of foods, the types of foods, the elimination of sugary drinks of sweets from your from your diet makes a huge huge difference. We also believe that milk is is doc as Dr. Seeping has been on our show many times it says it's baby food it's not made for adults to consume pasteurized milk on a daily basis. It was also uh, so you add that in with uh, all of the sweets consumed over the huge amounts of carbohydrates that people consume triple what it used to be 50 years ago and the uh, many times the elimination of healthy fats from a diet has caused this explosion of obesity in the world from many times from processed foods. So just Stay away from the processed foods, stay away from the sugary drinks, stay away from sugar, and you know what? You'll be much better off. In our closing moments before uh, our show concludes, I want people to, there's an article out of the Wall Street Journal today that seems to be, it's important to us to, people to understand on this Memorial weekend, the weapons training for our troops has been found that may be causing brain injury. It's weapons training. Thousands of US troops are suffering traumatic brain injuries from battlefield explosions, from the repeated exposure to the trauma while training for the weapons. You think about this, training for the weapons, the explosions, the things that are handheld weapons that are for training, just that concussion to their head is causing many times traumatic brain injury. We've worked with some of the nonprofit groups from the Department of Defense and also the VA in working with some nasal sprays, Synapsin, RG3 nasal sprays that would help blunt some of these traumatic brain injuries. And that's what our, we are about, PD Labs, to be able to come up with some innovative natural remedies to help the body be able to tolerate some of these uh, these small butts to the heads or hidden sports or, or football boxing or be able to reverse these conditions. So we're finding that traumatic brain injuries can be almost as bad as what people have chronic allergies. So pay pay attention to uh, what we are discussing. If people are being exposed to concussive trauma to the head, this, there's actually solutions to that. So, this is a good article that was in in the world in the Wall Street Journal. Weapons training likely causes brain injury in troops. So I want people to uh, to take a look at that. And also, before we get it, get to our special, what water resistant sunscreens fail almost fifty nine percent of the time after forty minutes. So if you're thinking you're putting uh, water resistant sunscreens, you probably need to just reapply. So just don't wait for that. In in our closing moments, I want people to say that